previously on 90 Day Fiance Coupled with Chaos. There's so many beeps, I, I couldn't even fill in the blanks. Here come, it's, I guess, trash, whatever, ugly, and somebody has got coming for her. It was just one after another. This is to be a, a, a beep, a beep, 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 beep. It's like, what was that? Wow. Like somebody's got, you said somebody's got translate. I can't, yeah. I can't even they, imagine. They beeped out stuff. And normally you would know what they beeped out. Right. I rewound it. You I went clueless. back and rewound it and re- tried to read her lips and the beeps. And I couldn't come up with what it was. It was a lot. She sounded like you when I talk about your oh, driving. So- I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiance Coupled with Chaos. Reality Roundup. Volume number 17. We have got Sister Wife, Season 17, Episode 3, Labor of Life, Life After Lockup. We have Season 4, Episode 19, Always the Bad Guy, Inmate to Roommate, Season 1, Episode 6, On the Brink, the finale of 90 Day UK. I've made a massive mistake. And we're going to talk about the single life. What happens in Vegas? I guess stays in Vegas. Unless you're Debbie, then it... Um, <laughs> then it goes on national television. Then it goes on national television. Mm. Our clip coming in, our preview clip, was of Kayla in Love After Lockup, Life After Lockup, and her uh, potty mouth. Yeah. In your potty mouth. What? Well, you know. Maybe I got a little creative with the editing. I think so. Well, you know. That's what I do. Sister wives, sister wives, you... Um, Pretty animated about this. I like to start you off on that because it gets you uh, <laughs> excited, up. gets you riled up. Not so much riled up this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is still, I don't know. This is more of an intense episode. It we, was. I think for me, it was the end. You, you know, I can't handle certain stressful situations. Uh-huh. And this childbirth at the end of this episode. It bothered you. Well, it was just a lot. <laughs> you know? Well, we never did natural childbirth, so. I think that's a lot of it. It's easy for, I think, us on this show to get into so much of the conflict between all of them. And I know there's a lot of it, but there's a ton of side stories that happen here. Sure. And their birthing situation is pretty interesting. Not just this one, but all of them. Right. Robin got into the water birth that she had with one of them. Yeah, they've all been pretty interesting. Not too many of them go to a hospital. Um, Maddie's birth uh, was at home initially, but it turned into trouble and had she had to get rushed to the hospital. Well, I think that's the issue with all of them. It's right. what we'd always panic about. Right. It's, but, because do you have those moments to get to the hospital, right? Mm. You know, because sometimes something comes up suddenly and... You're not prepared for it. It's just risk reward. Right. For me, for me I, I it's can't, not worth the risk. I can't. Um, everybody, it's everybody's own decision. It's just so hard. Right. I, I couldn't ever live with myself well, if there was an issue that happened. Because maybe you'd love it until you didn't. Until <laughs> something bad happened. Yeah, it's like. Um, and then there's no do-over. It's like so. having a plural marriage. <laughs> you love it. Until you don't. Until you don't. Or maybe, in fact, you never did. (laughs) (laughs) As Christine probably feels. Uh, My issue here 
and, and I know it's not so easy, but that she's having it's six weeks. We could get six weeks between this episode and the last one. And you think I'd want to leave at, at the point where we've decided, all right, it's over. Well, she's waiting for her two girls to, to leave understand. for college because they live at home and they're going out of state. So they need a home base until they leave. They're not selling the place yet. I mean, it's a whole lot to do to get out of there. But in six weeks, I think I'd be packed up. I know you. Yeah. If you decided that it was over with me, one of us would be out. There's right. no. It's done. You're living well, in the other side I'm of the that house. that way with everything. Not that we're getting 27 years. I think we're all right. <laughs> we're good. But you're not one to pack the night before. No. Um, I'm already buying stuff and thinking about what's going in my suitcase for three for two weeks from now you'd sit at the you'd sit at the if the plane wasn't going if you were driving you'd be driving early you're correct Mm. they and and six weeks they haven't told anybody you know all of this after six weeks yeah how do you keep all of this quiet you haven't told the other wives you haven't even told your daughter how is it that you're keeping this a secret for so yeah. long is it easier for them because of all of this well, yeah because of the rotation and how you know the kids would be in bed when he left still whether it was at night or in the morning so they don't really notice the difference yeah. and and he sees them less because of the covid protocols he has so they're not really noticing i thought it was so much just barbaric of cody to say that I can't wait for her to realize that it's not going to get any better than this. No matter where she's going or what she's going to do, it's not going to be any better than this. How, oh, I must have missed that. How really egotistical yeah. of him to say it was right at the beginning. I missed that. That it's not going to be better for her. I think it 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 has to be for her. If she is that miserable. Yeah, if she's that unhappy, then just be, being out from under the stress would make it better. It, and her kids are leaving anyway. You know, she's just going to be left with the one. It will be a complete life change for her. Mm-hmm. And she travels he, all the time anyway, so she's just going to be happier being closer to her. I think her it would be for daughter anything. Daughter and grandkids. It's a new chapter. I mean, these two really aren't married. Right. Have never been. Right. Cody has been married to two people. Right. Mary and then Robin. Mm-hmm. And that's been an issue. But all along, the marriage to Robin was supposed to be so he could legally adopt the children. Because they still belong to someone else and they wanted to make sure the parental rights were terminated so that if something happened to her, he'd be able to keep the children and not have them go back to their biological father who was uninvolved. And that way his family wouldn't have any claim either. So it's really about keeping the family together. Robin does a poor job of having a poker face. Oh, yeah. I told you. Everything she feels is on her yeah. face. And I just, but when she's there, I, you know, we try not to comment on personal appearance, but what, what what's with the, what is with the eyebrows? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's irrelevant. I get it, but it is until it isn't. Isn't that like everything else? It doesn't bother me one way or the other I mean, would you just leave them the way they are i mean you're style. not a big eyebrow no person I don't, even, I don't even pluck my eyebrows so 
I just don't get it. And that's it. it you to know, I talk about with some people and you go, yeah. I wouldn't even have a conversation about this, though. I mean, that's the look I'm going for. I just don't understand. I mean, we see it all the time. People shaving them off and then and then drawing them on. We yeah. know people that do that. Yeah. You're going to get in trouble now. I get it. You should but... abandon this topic. Well, I can't. You're getting into appearance. I can't. Okay. Why take your eyebrows off? What would possess you to do that? Maybe I don't understand. There's so much deeper things to talk about with this nah, show. I get I'm it. not sure why you chose to go there. <laughs> because I can't get past it. Okay. So I try not, sometimes when I get into such these, these conversations, I, I try not to look to, sometimes I'm not looking and sometimes I'm listening. But I couldn't take my, because she's rolling her eyes back into her head the whole time. Every, and it's just such a, a facial. We get her and Cody sitting together. We get everybody together. And so a good hunk of that whole issue. Yeah, and you could see that she was disagreeing with him quite a bit. Yes. So this is where I don't get where people say she's not for all the other wives or that it's just her and Cody and mm. they have the only real marriage. Because... She has just as much stuff to complain about as the next wife. She just handles it differently. And maybe even more to complain about. Because he's there all the time. And that's what she said. I didn't sign on for a monogamous marriage. I don't want him here all the time. I think people forget that. You know, it's not that she's hogging him. This is his choice. Yeah, and that's, I think, a bit of a problem. This whole meeting outside thing, like it's too cold, it's snowing. Yeah, that was lame. I am I fault so... him for that, 100%. How in the world? That, that cannot be what you over, tell your child. I'm sorry, I can't see you. It's too cold out. Over and over again, I see him. I do, and I see him. Him trying to get out of meeting with them and doing stuff. It makes me think, because we know of his vaccine status, that he's just completely trying not to see people how do you not come to that conclusion when you see all of this well as far as vaccine status we only know that from inside scoop from what one of christine's boys has no it said. came uh, i thought um janelle said something about that too uh, i, I think in a previous that. episode they're running janelle's running fast and loose with covid you notice even when they separated when they got rid of the meeting, what he said to them, safe travels is what he said, uh -huh. which I still think was a dig about them traveling, being out and about. He could have said anything. He said safe travels. Well, we would have felt the same at that time period. If remember, this is from last year. We didn't do any traveling and we were critiquing people for traveling. At church. Yeah, but you were digging. I think for the, him to be digging on them in this, really, it was a COVID protocol well, discussion. But really, don't people generally say safe travels? No, I've never said that before. That's what you say at church when somebody's going to travel? I, yeah, I probably don't. I mean, it's a given. Who wants somebody to have bad travels? There's about You're three, wishing them safe travels three people, when you say that. There are about three people on this earth that I don't wish safe travels. <laughs> I'm not wishing their, their not vehicle enough. to crash or for them, their plane to go down. But if they got, I don't know, a jacket stuck in an escalator or oh, something, stop. I wouldn't be all that upset or tripped and fell. <laughs> Maybe their luggage got lost. Or You're not being nice tonight. Their credit What's card. With you? Well, it's not like that. I don't wish them harm. I just, there's a few people that I'd go, you know. All 
right. If I you don't... tripped and fell. I don't I, know about this side of you this evening. I don't want them to break something, but I would maybe a discomfort. Maybe they karma would come out and say, you know, maybe you shouldn't have done that to Steve. Maybe you shouldn't have eliminated his job. <laughs> maybe that would be a thing. You're getting a little sidetracked. Dude. Oh, I understand, but I'm just saying, so you know who's on that list. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> I mean, let's not forget who these people, this whole group and who they are. This is not a, in the part of the country they're from, this is not a pro-vaccination. This is not a pro-protocol group. It, you may single Cody out as his guy, but all of these people are still politically and socially aligned with Cody. They are. You, you, you're not in relationships with the with people and and not have alignment on on these things. So for for them to be for Janelle to be free and loose, and really Christine to be free and loose, the oddball thing is that Cody's not free and loose. Because politically and socially, it's 100% what he's about. It's just what he does and the people he hangs out with, which makes the, his position seem odd to me. And to not even be outside with your kid because it's cold. Yeah, that's crappy. Yeah, I don't I just I don't get it at all. And then I think he wants to spend time with the little kids because they're easier. Because they don't complain and they're happy to see a parent. You know how it is and with parenting in general. Hmm. You don't always want to be around your teenagers. They can be a real downer. Yeah, like, you, know. you know, they really suck the life out of them. They're just sitting on their phone. Right. Watching TikTok videos. Right. That's and complaining about everything. Yeah. So and That's his job. So, you know, if you only see them every now and again and all they do is complain, you're probably not going to want to spend a lot of time with mm -hmm. them. You know, I mean, if you have that option, I mean, <laughs> you might want to take it. What would it come to you if this situation, we're not in this situation, but if we're in this situation and our 17-year-old kids, we left it up to them to get their own COVID test because they were 17? Well, I wouldn't do that. What would happen? They're irresponsible at that age. So you've got really They're still relatively irresponsible at 18 and 19 and 20. I mean, I still try to make appointments for the kids when I can just to make sure they have them. You get a standoff between Christine and Cody about the kids and getting them tested. Right. She said, well, if they want to get tested, they'll get tested. I'm out. Of course, they're not going to do that. But what would what? Would you, if an appointment has to be made, I'm going to make it. You could make that appointment from whatever state you're yes, in. Yes, in an app. So this is just a standoff. Exactly. Christine doesn't want to do it. She's being crappy and not cooperating. But Cody could also do this too. Sure, but with so many families, uh, I don't know that he's the person to manage that. Generally, it's something a mom would do. You don't make appointments. You probably don't even know huh? how to make appointments. Well, yeah, I get that. Couldn't Robin <laughs> do it? I mean, every, anybody well, could do it. I mean, to access, no, because to if you're talking about doing stuff in an app, to access your child's information, it yeah, has to be, right. you have to be the parent. All right. So each all mom's right, got to right, manage right. their you own family. Me. You got me. Because you don't have permission. You don't mm. have access. I can understand. How close I, I was Mary? How close was Mary to her? We saw quite they a bit of her. very close. In the B&B. &B. Yeah, the B&B &B that she bought, she left her mom to manage it. Because it was like her great-great-grandmother's house or something. 
mm-hmm. and that she bought. And so I guess at some point her mom had lived in the house as a kid or something. Yeah, that's what it was. And so, you know, it was familiar and comfortable for her. So she left her mom there to run the B&B. So she's going to have some decisions to make because she's got to have somebody yeah. to run the B&B because she doesn't live there. She does not live in Utah. I was so impressed with Christine and her explaining childbirth, the process. Let me tell you what. Say what you want about home birth. These are some experienced moms. They certainly are. This is what Sergio from Real Housewives of Dubai needed. (laughs) She is an encyclopedia. Be a good mom, a good mom to have if you were pregnant. Christine would be. Sure. I wondered what you thought about the potential awkwardness of Robin being asked by the daughter to be present. She ended up on Zoom, which is probably a little easier. But that's what I was going to ask you. Given her hard feelings towards the Robin-Cody relationship compared to her own. Wouldn't you find that a little awkward for Christine? That she is, in fact, a second mom to I her daughter? I think these women have an incredible way of car- compartmentalizing things. Apparently. I think to all of them, these children are so important. Yes. And I think it comes they do from... have that in commonality. The way they were raised. They talked about it a bit... Um, was it Janelle that talked about the moms? Wasn't didn't she have that little piece, or was that, or about was that Mary? What? They talked about how important the mothers were in all of this plural marriage life. Uh-huh. And I think you see that in all of them. <clears throat> and I think I think that's a lot of the issue, even with Mary, on how Mary is so much different than the rest of them. I see she how, only had the one kid. I see how Mary could almost feel like an outsider in all of this right. because of all of that. And it would be hard for her. But I think all of the women seem to set things aside. And it's not like they put things aside and Christine's over there sulking because Robin's on Zoom. Christine... Well, she understands that her daughter views her as a second mom. Mm-hmm. She lived with her. She helped her with her children. Yep. So, you know, they grew very, very close, which is what you want in that kind of plural marriage situation. I think you want these, them all to view all the moms as moms. These women would be friends. I don't think they will talk anymore when this is all said and done. Yeah. That won't happen. Christine is going to break. Yeah. When she, off. when she announces that she's leaving, I think, it will be viewed by most of the wives on some level as a betrayal of their mutual commitment to each other as a whole. Maybe Mary and Robin. I don't, I think Janelle is so close to her. Exactly. That's why I said most. My fear is that Janelle is going to make a break too. I think we kind of talked about that. Potential. I think her kids are grown also. You know, once somebody, and it's such a divide. And don't you see her that? boys are strong willed people yes. and she's so um, attached to them. She's such a mama bear. You know who she reminds me of uh, in my own family? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about that right. before. Your sister-in-law is yep. a whole lot like her. She looks like her too. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I think that 
I, I th- but I, she's all Janelle's always going to side with her kids, mm. whether they're right or not. You see that. Sure. And I think that that can be, uh, well, you see it. I mean, and it can be a problem. Some conflict. We kind of had that conversation last night in our own personal life with an issue we had. You know, we, I play soccer with oldest, our oldest son. Uh-huh. And, and that just turned into an issue of, you know, me always trying to protect him from a referee or, you know, just looking out for him and finding a back door in to get him out of trouble if he gets in trouble with the league for, I right. don't know kicking people or something <laughs> so i'm always just finding a way to protect him and you kind of it, it you hearken back to this kind of situation right where we've got to kind of let them make some mistakes so they right. can learn right. it's not a big mistake. natural consequences are the best teacher sure but that can be difficult i mean this is soccer yes, it's wasn't, hard to do soccer it's wasn't hard. such a big thing it's hard to let go mm-hmm. of that protective mode but they all seemed to come together, and the birth happened, and I was just stressed to no end with all that happened. It was her being so loud. You know, I've been in the room, uh-huh. but it wasn't. There was obviously no pain meds. Right, she didn't have any. Pain no, meds. it was. This was one hundred percent. Get the baby out. Uh-huh. I just can't. I just can't comprehend. I couldn't help but think. Oh, I hope there's no problem. I and felt it, it's slippery. Well, I felt panicked when she said that the the heart rate was dropping well, yeah. and that the umbilical cord was wrapped around the neck three times because that happened with Holden, mm-hmm. if you recall. Yep. He also had it around his neck three times. And when they tell you, wait, wait, stop pushing now, and you feel the pressure to push, then you know from the tone Something. of the doctor's voice, there's a problem. Well, I thought it was good. There was a... Because they have to unwrap it before you push again or else it can strangle the baby. I felt a little more comfortable when there was a heart monitor on. It's not home birth, maybe like we would think of it, I don't know, 20 years ago. Right, like she was talking about the way their moms and grandmoms did it. Yes, this still was different. It looked like you had a medical professional there. Uh You didn't have the equipment that you would need. There'd be no incubator or something on standby. You couldn't rush a child in for emergency surgery or something. So, but I I felt a bit more comfortable at maybe at the end or as the process moved a little further. But I didn't like it. It's good, them talking about it being slippery because <laughs> it's all I could think about. Well, do you remember what happened with? Uh... You weren't there, but when Haley was born, it was on the weekend, and our doctor was not delivering on weekends. Sure. He was in private practice and didn't have a partner. Mm. So he had another doctor from another practice covering for him on weekends. And so this doctor came in to deliver her, and she was a month premature. And I'd never seen this doctor before, Mm. so I was already a little uncomfortable. But... She was six pounds, 10 ounces, which was quite a bit smaller than all the other kids. And even though she was supposed to be the biggest baby, but because she was early, that's all she was. And so for me, I'm ready to push out this child with a big head. And I gave it, you know, the old college try. And she, he said she shot out like a football and he barely caught her in Mm -hmm. the air. (laughs) So it's a good thing he had a good grip because they are slippery. They use those, those no stick gloves that they use in the NFL. <laughs> they didn't have those then. You could everything sticks to them. So, 
But I felt better. I just, um, I was just so stressed about that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I felt comfortable with Christine talking about the whole thing. She would be a calming presence to have in the room uh-huh. when you were given birth. I, well, I she just, had a lot of kids, like six, I mm-hmm. think. So she had a lot of experience with that process. And I think they all would. And I think that's such a thing for all of them that I think there's so much more to talk about with all of that. I get the stress and the conflict and with all of that, that's there. But that these things still happen and somehow or another, they figure out how to get get through all of this. Mm-hmm. So I'm... Um, I'm impressed with all the stress that they find a way, and I guess they'll find a way through this separation. And What a mess. Yeah, it's just a mess. I don't think the wives are initially going to react well at yeah, all. Yeah, we see a little bit of that in the preview, and and but I think everybody saw it coming. Kind of. I don't good. think they thought she would do it, though. Stick around. We have Single Life coming up, 90 Day UK, Inmate to Roommate, and Life After Lockup. We have already put out a episode of 60 Days In because you were so excited after you watched the episode that you couldn't wait anymore. <laughs> that would be, the, I guess, the, the good tell of when an episode is good. That was a really good episode it of 60 good. Days In. Normally, that would be in this slot. So we have that coming up. Subscribe, um, Patreon, Supercast, our Apple channel. Everything is available. This full episode is, uh, is there. So stick around. Thank you for listening. You can hear the rest of this episode and exclusive 90-day Real Housewives and personal podcast content on Patreon, Supercast, or our Apple channel for less than $4 a month. Just search for Coupled with Chaos in any of those three platforms or see the instructions and links in the show notes. You can also find us on all the socials at Coupled with Chaos. Email us directly at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast player.